0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Cantina MX Football Podcast, episode 380. Boy, do we have an agenda for you guys tonight? We obviously have one match left in the clausura. And we are going to figure out who will be the top four and get the bye week. Who's going to squeeze into repechaje and who is the contender for the title this season. But, of course, the chisme continues outside And Chicharito had an interesting conversation the other day. And uh, he basically was white knighting and sacrificing himself. And we're going to talk about a little bit about that and why he ended up getting uh, basically blacklisted from the national team. And then also some pretty epic news in Serie A. Napoli are very close to clinching a title. And Chucky Lozano is going to be part of a historic title run for them. I'll, I'll explain why it's so important. Uh, Before I go any further, I just want to let y'all know we are on Twitter Spaces and on YouTube Chat. So hop on, feel free to speak up. We'll get to you. We want to hear from you guys, the fans. Uh, Joel and my good friend Super Elbow on the podcast
1: tonight. How we doing, boys? I guess Joel muted himself out or something. I'm doing well, man. How are you you doing, Jaime? It's a good day to be a CHUS fan. (laughs) It certainly is, man. They've uh, they've certainly had an entertaining season, man. So I'm looking forward to seeing how this this final weekend pans out. When was the
2: last time they they were at that many points at thirty or over thirty? Was like oh, if I I'm going off memory, like ten years? Maybe it's been
0: a long time since I think the bicentenario, right? So that was uh, 2010.
1: Twenty. Holy smokes! So yeah. it's been over a decade 13. since
0: Chivas were had over thirty points in uh, regular season play,
2: which which just says a lot of yeah. where the club really stands here. That I think and, fans keep keep forgetting that. <laughs>
1: think you know, somehow, think, about, is, think about this, guys. I mean, they they, they could win win. Uh, are they playing Saturday or Sunday? Saturday, right? Uh,
0: yeah. The, yeah.
1: Saturday. So they could win Saturday and finish in fourth with 34 points.
0: That is correct. Uh, because Toluca has tw- no, actually they have. So
1: Toluca's fourth right now.
0: Yeah. Toluca has 29 points. They're in fourth position. She have 31 America has 31 and Monterrey has 37. So Monterrey has secured first place. Everybody else has not secured uh, a position yet. Um, Pachuca still has an opportunity To climb into the top four They have 28 points as of today So yeah, it's going to go down to the final game And what happened to the, all the games being played At the same time, man? I missed that That was fucking bananas
2: Same, same man. I, I don't know I don't know why they took that out
0: Yeah Seems like a lot of match fixing if you ask me <laughs> When you play well, all the games at the same time, you can't do that. You know, you just you figure out what happens mm-hmm. in the aftermath.
2: Shit, dude.
0: I will say yeah, this about Chivas. You know, when Yero took over and we got rid of Elias and we 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 hired this coach that I had never heard of before, I was very s- skeptical about the project just because we didn't really bring any refuerzos. And it's like, how can you get any positive results out of these? bums these tomato cans right (laughs) and like you know towards the beginning of the season they start winning some games they actually started clinching some of these matches that they had previously like messed up like leg, leg uh matches like they couldn't just close the show right and little by little i started to believe in this team but still very skeptical and like i'm at the point where i'm like damn bro this guy is just like proving us all wrong like he can get like, a positive result with these guys. They are playing great soccer. Um, And it's the same team. It's majority of the same guys from last season and the season before. So, like, what happened, right? Because they always talk about coaches that, hey, like, you need to know the medium, right? You need to know the Liga Mequis. You can't be an outsider and just come in and start winning because you're not familiar with the the playoff situation, the ES situation, the language, the culture, the players. And this dude is just making everybody eat crow. So what's up with that?
1: I don't yeah, know, I think we, Go ahead, Joel, go ahead. Well, I was just
2: going to say really quick, there's been other coaches that come in and, and done well. I, I think that's always just been a media talking point, and it just gets repeated so much that then uh, the fans start saying it. It just has always been my, you know, one of my problems with, with Mexican journalism. I feel that they do a big disservice to the Mexican fan in general, because You know, not only you get that information. That's sort of how you learn about the game, especially if you're new to it. You start learning about the game, and it's like you're 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 learning all these like talking points that are pretty much clickbait. They don't really um. They won't really like, or rarely do like a study and show you, like oh, these are the stats because that could be done very easy. This is the stats of new coaches that come in. How well they do and whatnot, and so I do, I do feel that that's just something that gets recycled, you know. I feel like they they have like a board with stuff like that, and so it's no news day. They just throw darts, let's see where it lands, and they just go with that. There, there's there's a few others, you know, that that gets repeated, and then like like um, qualifiers should be, you know, should be easy for Mexico.
1: You know stuff like that. Jaime, I think uh, one of the things that—and again, this was in the preseason—during uh, a chat with with Prof. uh, Juan, uh <laughs> we, were, we were discussing the the preseason a little bit about how how he he, he really stuck with uh, with some of the youth and some of those guys that have been around for a few years and 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 you know a veteran or two here and there, right? and during the preseason they l- looked like there was pretty decent chemistry right uh vega wasn't there jota jota wasn't there and at that point uh Bocho wasn't there
3: right uh,
1: and and uh you know they they got uh, uh Bocho, and he seemed to be a nice addition to that he seemed to mi- uh, mix in well and oh yeah and that the chemistry was good and again not having to play w- uh, having to play without vega and, and Jota Jota for a while you know they really were able to gel and once you put in vega you know it yeah. it, you know, it, it really helped out a lot i do think that uh that Bow, what he has is that uh he has a little bit of that almeida thing going where he probably knows how to talk to the players and keep them upbeat right uh you know, uh, he has a little bit of that rah rah mentality that just knows how to how to communicate with the with these guys, and and it seems to be working. He, who knows? Maybe he might be tactically better than than Almeida, but uh, I do think he has a little bit of that rah rah thing going on that, that that seems to resonate with the Mexican player.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I remember like Yerro when he had talked about like, oh, what kind of characteristics are you looking for in this next coach? And he talked about a, a player or a coach that is familiar with like the region, that knows the language, that has experience with youth, right? And obviously, on Bao's resume, he he did win an under seventeen World Cup with Serbia. Yeah. So he knows how to how to connect with the kid. How
2: do I reach
0: these kids? He knows how to do that. He knows how to do that.
2: Pete pursue nonetheless, Jaime. Pete pursue in the final. Yeah. That's a good way to put
0: it, yeah. And, and uh, you know, I think another thing, too, is although we didn't get all the refuerzos that we desired, I think Bocho brought life into this team, brought leadership into this yeah. team. He owned it from day one. He put the armband on, and, and he has been uh, a force to be reckoned with. I know a lot of fans criticize him because he, like, tends to disappear during certain matches. Um, but there are other times where I'm like, damn, bro, this guy is, like, really just keeping the team, like in shape and and like having structure and and speaking out and all that so uh obviously when we got vega back we're we're kind of like at full force um i can't imagine what an actual legitimate striker could do to this team i think that would be the missing piece um but uh paul's made the adjustments and he's kind of been able to play with like a false nine and and it's been working out so far
1: well see this is the, the part where i think that 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 uh chivas could run into a little bit of a problem in the lighter is not having that nine. Yeah. But it definitely has worked out uh worked out well. And uh, we've gotten contributions from multiple players on the goal scoring set, man, That's which true. is good. But yeah. Uh, yeah. hopefully they can keep that up during Liguilla.
2: Well if we look if we look at the at the table of the top four top five they're the ones um with the lowest goals. Right, I think they were matching Pachuca. I'm I'm not sure what Pachuca said now, but
0: Pachuca has. uh, Let's see, they
1: were 24 as well.
0: They have 31 goals in favor. Yeah, Chivas only have 24.
2: The difference was seven. No, I was looking at the difference. difference. Yeah,
0: the differentials. Um, seven. That's what it was. Yeah. So Chivas, Chivas have some of the best, like I guess, defense in the league, with only consistent yeah
4: that,
2: yeah that's what uh, yeah that's the key word remember uh, pay this playhouse Like the <laughs> key word and then everyone had to yell consistent consistency i would say is the key word uh and you guys mentioned it earlier how you know they stuck with the youth and players and that's something that the team had been working at uh sticking with youth I mean, it might not seem like it but a lot of youth have been getting playing time uh, was, uh, opportunities was the... excuse
1: me when was the last Wait. time we stuck, uh, one of our coaches stuck with the youth? Was that Wedo? Uh,
2: Probably, and that's because that's what he worked with. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's been difficult, yeah, because they would bring all these other players. I mean, all the coaches, and they would all, all want like, you know, bring their guys or or guys that feel work with their system. But and and I'm I'm a keep I'm a keep hanging on Boozer's nuts. That's one thing where he does it. <laughs> I'm gonna hang on them until they fall. Um, he didn't get credit. He he played a lot of youth. Uh, I had the stats safe, but I don't have him right now. But he he mainly got criticized because he didn't use some of the fan favorites like Beltran, and there's some like some other guy. But he was, regardless, he was still using a lot of players. The amount of playing time he was giving them, um, and I think not just him, but just the whole club in general to have stick with that, which was the goal for the club. You know, it wasn't him that said, we're going to do this. This was part of the call, the club set up by Elias and some of the other people that are in there. Um, When, which was of course obvious because it's like, we're having difficulties getting players. So we are just going to have to form our own, you know and it's, it's not an easy task. It takes anywhere from three to four years to to form a, a pretty solid base, We're going off of Leo Benhacker when he was talking about Ajax and how they did it with youth. Mm-hmm. He was talking about three to four years, like of just playing them. And, you know, you're I, I
0: have a quick question, man. So, like the the caretaker that had Chivas before Dick Chain, like not unfamiliar with these players, right? He was head of like the youth development. So, yeah, what what is it that like why you all of a sudden you bring someone that doesn't know the the country, doesn't know the players and he's been able to get these favorable results is it a matter of like just having a game plan, a structure, a style of play like what is setting this guy apart and like why do we always have to seek you know external like you know uh like European, we always seek like the Europeans or the Argentinians of the world. It's like what are they seeing that we don't see? Or
1: what are they doing it's, that no, we're not it's, doing? It's it's not that it's the 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 the, the patience they give the uh, the the foreign coach, right? And then yeah. and and then it helped a lot that uh, that foul got off to a good start by beating uh, Monterrey. Monterrey. Mm-hmm. So the, you know that sets I think to, to, that sets the tone. And had he hit yeah. a bad streak, they they you know they probably would have been more patient with him. I, I yeah. think Jorge's probably on board with that. <laughs>
2: I am. I am. And the thing is, he didn't inherit a bad squad. That's the other thing where people make no. it seem like Chivas was trash. I, I mean, Karen, obviously they weren't getting the results we were like as fans. They weren't finishing atop the table, but they weren't getting exactly washed on the field. They weren't getting beat. Um, again, I'm like the broken record. The uh, For like the last about four seasons, maybe five, they were finishing about six points from top four. So they were they were just kind of there and just unfortunately with a lot of like you know, with the injuries, uh Jota Jota and then Alexis and then Jota Jota again and then uh some of these other guys that they had just not panning out. I think that, that kid that was supposed to be that on is the top set. no the other one, uh, Chevy Chevy Martinez. Martinez. Well he got they, he got were like
0: a really bad accent or not accent, but Pretty Damn. pretty bad uh, injury. Uh, twist it up. Yeah,
2: yeah. Because we were beginning to see him, and then all of a sudden he disappears. Um, so that was like with the club, and and I thought the club, like like you said, were like, we oh, we're missing a player, like like uh, Ocho Guzman. They were Pulido, Pulido too, a striker. They still are, but but I'm thinking, I'm talking more like in the. Oh yeah. Wanting oh. To captain, wanting to captain the team, and mm-hmm. having that mentality. And, of course, he's going to have it. He's won at Pachuca. He's won, like, what, two titles? I think in the first one, he was, like, the, he scored the winning goal, yeah. I believe. You can see. I can't remember. Was it Tigres? But, I mean, so this is a dude that he knows what it is to win. And he's played at Chivas before, and he's played at Pachuca. So, he kind of has that, like, that already mentality of, like, we got this. And I think that was that oh, was missing as oh, well.
1: I, dare you say the word grit? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, that's the word I was looking for. <laughs> Co- correcto mundo. Yeah, I think that was lacking that leadership and, and having that grit. Um So,
1: no, I, I really do th- think that, that uh, you know, mentioning Pocho, being a leader on that team is is key. When, I mean, when was the last time we had a, a le- legit leader?
2: Probably, we didn't. Uh, even
1: Polito didn't want to be it.
0: Yeah, Pulido wasn't the guy. Like uh, for me, like Ramon Morales was like the last legitimate captain we had.
2: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I like Pulido because he, he, he would a lot of times in those big games, he would like shine. Yeah. He would like, you know, stand up. But he had made some comments about like, like all oh, the squad like sucks. They need to bring players. <laughs> <laughs> he says we need it. He said something along the lines of like, we need referentes or something like that. And I'm thinking, my guy, that's you.
3: Yeah.
2: You're that dude, man. You, you know, and I think that's the difference between like him and like Guzman, where, where Guzman was like, fuck it. You know, like... Oh, like my the, bad. Um, <laughs> Yeah, like Chapulín, los buenos, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and this dude was like, Why well, I know I got this, but I don't know about you guys.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you guys. You guys kind of suck, and you're bringing me down. And uh, <laughs> that was kind of it, like... <laughs> going up with some of his comments, uh, so
1: I, I, I was at an earthquakes game a couple weeks ago and uh, sent you guys a picture of Pulido, right there. Oh, wait, really? Yeah,
2: yeah. I yeah. missed it, dude. I, I might see if I can
1: send it again to me. Yeah, Go. yeah. I'll see if I if I see if I see, if I didn't delete it, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he he got pulled halfway through the game because of an ejection, but oh, I he, see. he certainly didn't look like he wanted to carry the team on his shoulders either. Oh, uh, okay.
2: But yeah, that's.
1: I mean, that was one yeah, of the reasons was, why they brought in
0: Peralta, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: It was the gamble. And, and you know what? This is the thing. Because um, I know we all hate, 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 hate. Um, uh, God damn, I forgot his name already. Right. Uh, Higuera, you know? We, we dislike Higuera. This is what he did. And that dude was shady as fuck. But he, that was like a gamble he took. And I like, see why he took it. Um, but he took the gamble with Bully. And it paid off because the amount of money they paid was insane. No one was going to pay it. But was he it like eighteen
1: million or something like that? Yeah, it's like seventeen.
2: He, to, he, paid or Oli- he paid olim. He had to pay both Olympiacos and Tigres. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so that's why it was double, dude. Like they all wanted a fee. And, but and
1: it paid off because uh, Puli was was key in that uh, title win with uh, against Tigres. Yes, sir. Yes, he was, and. Uh, but well, this is a thing, and people forget again.
2: He had only played, like, 14 games in two years. Yeah. In in Greece. Like, he wasn't playing. And they hadn't even, when the season started or season where it was starting, they didn't even register him for uh, Champions League. They left him off the roster. This is so true. This, this is a dude that was, like, they just saw him as backup, you know? And, yeah. And so, for... For this dude to take, like, he took that gamble and it paid off. Yeah, A for sure. A massive gamble.
5: He's the Mexican and Cristiano Ronaldo. Nice. Is worth
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's up been talent. Probably in, in taking care of his body Glug, and stuff.
5: Talent, shots, everything. <laughs> <laughs> <Pule Dios.
1: laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. This, I so like did, him. What, I wish, you know. This does go to show you what, what leadership on the field does uh, does do for a team, too, man. But Oh, wait, just really quick,
2: because uh, since you're on it, that was the other thing why they got rid of him, because he was just a bad influence, you know, and you wanted oh. someone pulido.
0: I don't know like, if he was a bad influence. I know that it was, uh, oh, well, dude, it came down to, car, all right, so this is what it came down primo. to. It came down to uh, him and JJ Mack. It was, it came down to that.
2: Yeah, but that was the thing that supposedly J.J. Max said, I'm not returning because I think that guy was controlling the locker room. Yeah. And he's like, you know... He
0: had to pick him. He had, him. Like he had the to the pick main, between, you the, know...
2: The mean girl squad. Yeah. I know, but if you have, like, a player that team is losing or they can't even get their shit right. And this guy is, like, crashing his car, getting his cousin to take the blame, mm-hmm. doing rap videos, you <laughs> know, type of crazy shit. Starting shit. And then you Wait, got someone like Jay. Pulido like J-
5: or Pulido? It sounds like you're Pulido, about Pulido,
2: man. No, probably did the same, but no, I'm talking about Puli because he, he did all that stuff. And then, but you have JJ Mack who's like, he kind of has his goal set and he's like, he wants to go to Euro national team. And like, his mentality is more like focused. And, and I, if I had to choose, I would do the same.
5: Well, no, it sucks. It sucks. It
2: came to
5: that, huh? Depends on the perspective. You could say he has the same mentality as Michele Leano, but Michel Leano gets called a clown.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, but, but JJ Mike was a dude that would, like, you know, he was diligent in his stuff, like training, eating, and all that stuff. Because that's something that, like, the, a lot of the MAX players don't get criticized on, or it's like, like, they don't, like, they won't care too much on their, like, form. Like, go eat whatever, dude.
1: what so the this was a big it. pro. A thing.
2: Yeah, he was very pro about it. I don't know who they were saying that had to eat the gansitos after after every training.
3: <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> that you. would very be nice. me. <laughs> that would be me, too,
2: dude. I'll have a little tilero. i put this, put this in the freezer, dude.
0: <laughs> Man, you guys are funny. Um, I want to address something that happened in that Chivas-Cruz Azul match that I thought was pretty funny. Obviously, the antagonist of, of the match was Uriel Antuna, and I was really upset about that goal, not because of him scoring, but because of the two mistakes, right? Chicote just kind of like not paying attention, um, just letting him run wild and losing his marker. And then the other side with... You know Watcho always doing that one blunder and he came out when he didn't need to he gave he gave up the first post and and Uriel scores the goal and he's like celebrating like a madman you know it's I understand like scoring against your axe it's like a big deal and all but you know after the match you know you end up losing it and uh Tucafretti just roasted this guy
1: I loved it, man. I wish somebody would have broken his teeth because I hated that toothy bastard. I <laughs> <laughs> feel like dangling a carrot in front of his mouth. But damn, man. No, uh, no. I'm glad Tuca roasted him, man. You, you celebrate when you know you're going to win, man. Mm. You, you, don't, you don't prematurely celebrate. There's still plenty of time to to play. And Tuca knows uh, Chivas has been decent this year, right? Good for a couple goals, a game, for the most part. But uh, that's the thing with Antuna, right? You celebrate a a shitty goal and and then uh, and then disappear completely. So screw him.
0: <laughs> yeah, a player that should have never left Chivas. By the way, we should have Piojo and Antuna. We shouldn't have to trade one yeah. for the other. And I agree. That's it's one the of those national
2: team presence too Jaime. It's like that. She was, it, yeah, you exactly. He has to have that national. He was especially as a club and all Mexican club. That should be one, and I'm pretty sure it is. Mm-hmm. Primary goal always have about four yeah, or it's five. It's just that was
5: a bad influence. Antuna was a bad influence. He had them all drinking tamarindo, Smirnoff, or whatever.
1: Damn. Yeah, I was fine, I was yeah. fine with, with Antuna going.
2: Well, I mean if he was doing that. You then deal
1: with hope, that
0: hope. off the field shit, bro. You let these fuckers play, man. Whatever they do outside the field, like whatever, dude. It's like I don't know. Like that whole like that the whole shit blew up in Pelaz's face, man. I'm sure Pao's a lot more laid back than, than Pelaz and and No, this would mean Fierro. Fierro oh, cool. yeah, Fierro too, you know. Yedro, I mean. I, I,
1: I, honestly, I, I think it, it's it's more of a, but Lai's probably thumping his chest publicly about it, the discipline, right? And uh, somebody like Yerro and 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 Bao probably letting these guys know, look, just be professionals about the shit that you do. Don't be, don't go acting like idiots. Have a drink, yeah. do whatever. And but that's the difference, right?
0: It. He he was at Madrid. This guy was at the club where they're under the most scrutiny at all given times. They want to avoid scandals at all times so i'm sure Yero like told them hey like this is how you do it like on the down low 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 like confiscate everybody's phones don't let anyone do- if you're gonna do shit, just don't make don't get caught you know i'm sure you give them like much better advice
1: what's like what's like going uh if you go out with some work friends and you go get drunk and act like an idiot man somebody's gonna tell on you and say that you're acting like an idiot right yeah so it just comes down to you know what. Have your if you're gonna go have your drinks, act like you've been there.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: That's, that's just what it comes down to. And Antuna wasn't one of those guys. The goddamn jackass.
0: <laughs> yeah. So with Cruz Azul out of the way, there's only one person standing in front of Chivas' top four finish, and that's Mazatlán. Who, uh, I know that they're in last place, but they have had some. Some uh, upsets, obviously the one with Tigres that cost Chima Reese's his job, right? So, you know, can Chivas finish this through and, and secure a top-four finish? I, I want to know what you guys think.
5: They can, Man. but do you want them to? I kind of like the yes. drama of repechaje. Bro. I having- mean... Why no. you want a week off? You got
2: you want a week You off? got used to it, dude. You're like the battered wife. He loves me. <laughs> 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 yeah. You got used to it. Uh... no man, cause cause Chiwas needs to set they need to set a new normal. You yes. should be finishing with the most points and all that. But I mean it's little by little. I don't expect them every season, but you know. In the span of like ten torneos, if they manage to do it half of the time, then that's that's a massive improvement. Instead, well, what are we seeing now? We just talked about it earlier. Not fucking what ten years to over ten years that they did this points. So it, it shouldn't be taking the club that long. It should be like every other season, maybe two three seasons, um, just just you know because of the other teams count as well, and as we know they're. They can just open the coin purse and, and build really strong teams. Um,
1: yeah. But, yeah. no. What would you think that someone from Real Madrid would say? Like, Hierro, yeah, you close this shit out.
0: Oh, no, yeah, <laughs> right. for sure. You know what?
1: That's, yeah, a... that's, that's that's what he's looking for is a closeout, right? And you don't want to have the letdown against the bad teams, man, which is always a possibility. Right. A confidence. They've, been, they've been...
2: Mazatlán, though, they're the team that will... They got some pretty surprised wins, though, man.
0: No, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah, man. they just
2: need to show some respect to that team. You want to
0: finish in the top four. You want to go Lisa against Mazatlán. At the same time, I understand, like, maybe resting players not trying to, you know, maybe get a yellow card, red card, injury or whatever, but you finish through with Mazatlán. You f- you secure at least, I mean they could potentially like let's say America like fucks up, they could finish in second place, bro. Like this is epic. Okay, that
5: be... Finish in six isn't sixth place the one that has never won the title?
2: <laughs> is that true? <laughs> Damn. That would be an interesting. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. it's sixth
5: place. Like the team that qualifies in six hasn't won.
0: That's a very interesting fact, man.
1: Yeah, no, I definitely want to see them close it out. And again, if, if they win, they're guaranteed that number three spot, right? And who the hell knows what happens with América, right? Although, although all those all those teams, uh, I think it's the, was it Toluca, América. I think they all have a, a winnable game. Let's see if I was looking at that correctly. So América plays Juárez. Toluca so plays Nakaksa and Pachuca versus Queretaro, right? So all of them have winnable games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's another another reason for Chivas to close it out. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you set the tone, you get a you get a couple days, uh like a week rest. You watch everybody else lose their shit in a in a one-off game and and you get to sit and enjoy it and uh study your opponents, I guess. And you know, Monterrey, obviously, they already secured first place, but everything else is kind of just up in the air right now, man. I, I honestly thought that the game winning against Cruz Azul would secure us a top-four finish, but it wasn't the case. You still have Pachuca trying to squeeze in, Toluca there. So, yeah, it's going to go down to, to this last Clausura match of the regular season. Um, I did want to talk about, like, what Chicharito, you know, said the uh, the other day. I guess he was being interviewed on Fox Deportes and he kind of spoke up against like the situation, um, you know, why he was like barred from the Mexican national team. But he also said, Oh yeah, I I can't say like the person that should be in trouble with me. You know, it's like, dude, why would you say that? You know, like the speculation piece, like you had to throw that in there. Who is it memo?
2: (laughs) No, it's John DeLuisa. What What do you say?
1: Uh, I haven't seen the interview, so
0: I don't know if I can play uh, I'm Trying to find it here
6: Let's see oh, Hold on See <laughs> See pero lo más importante aquí fue que sí lo reconocí, no y sí lo reconocí y a tiempo y todo. Aquí el problema es que hay algo en el cual que no voy a poder hablar y que no puedo hablar porque me llevó a alguien entre las patas y no lo voy a hacer. Pero es que no, o sea, así tenía que pasar. Yo así yo yo así tomé la decisión de que así fuera. Yo me tuve yo yo asumí un rol de villano. Mira, para que la gente no ha entendido esto. Hubieron cuatro años, ¿verdad?, de proceso. Imagínate que yo no estaba, ¿ok? Los primeros dos años, ¿de quién se habló más? De, o sea, de, ¿de quién se habló más en la manera más negativa? Y estaba pasando por un divorcio y estaba pasando por todo. Aquí no hacía ni gol, ya me querían retirar. Que si, sí, tal, que tal, 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 tal. Y después, de los dos otros años, fue a la inversa. No te estoy poniendo esta cronología del tiempo para decirte que como que yo tenía razón, ni mucho menos. A lo que quiero llevar es, yo estos dos años, yo sabía que era un precio a pagar, por el error, pero también por una decisión que yo tomé.
0: Yeah, so he's kind of like leaving some details out, but yeah, I'm sure. It,
2: it's, I got them, I got, the, I got the tea, Jaime. Yeah. We already said it. Yeah, um, that dude broke the news. Oh, it was like a year ago, um, uh, Rafa Ramos. It was from when they snuck in those girls to the training camp. Yeah. But they took it, they, they had them on the same flight and on the same hotels. Oh. And and so so what this guy says supposedly is that um because the guy remember um the national team guy that's in charge of like booking that stuff got fired. Right?
0: He got like thrown so, under the bus, right? Or whatever.
2: Or just fired, well fired because um I mean, I don't think he was thrown under the bus, just being a dumbass because it's like you could listen to the player or you're gonna go listen to your the person that signs your checks. Yeah. Maybe he got yeah. he got starstruck or whatever, wanted to be Chicha's friend or something. He wanted to be <laughs> invited to the after. But supposedly um, he changed the flight seat of uh, John DeLuisa's wife uh, to, to make room for the girls. Probably gave her a better flight, but the fact that they had to tell her, like, hey, you're in another, you know? And if you're like John DeLuisa, you're one of the higher-olds, you're like, the fuck? You know, you're going to be like, what the fuck are you doing? Um And that's that's supposedly what happened but I, I he he did not act back. alone,
0: right? So there was a partner in crime, and he didn't want to oh. mention who
2: well, it was. That was. Well, so from what this dude said, he said that um the other players went to the and were like, you know what, that was fucked up, and you know uh, they tra- they they and the chichero was like, nah, you just you're overreacting, and so I that see. that's what happened. And now they're talking about him returning and. Well, who, who just who, who just uh, left the national team? Teresa. He, he yeah. just stepped down. So it's like, alright, teach here. Your, your things open again. <laughs> they don't, I don't know. know,
5: but if you listen to the interview, he said that there was somebody else, but he didn't want to throw them under yeah. the bus. So it's assuming that there's a player. Another player? Or I think it's Guardado. It's not, yeah, it's not like the guy or something. There's another person of high-ranking that's guilty as well, but Chichap, according to him, took the full blame.
2: Yeah, we're well, probably just, um, doesn't want to, you know, going off of the, the everyone else went to sort of to apologize, and then he was like, you know, that he, no, he just felt he but the- didn't know a
5: married player that he didn't throw under the bus. So he took the blame since he was already going through a divorce.
2: No, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying why only Cheech got, you know, why only he got, he got like banned from the national team.
0: It could have been Layun or it could have been Guardado, but I don't know. I've heard, I've heard like Guardado, like kind of talk about like Chicharo and like, Yes. I, I don't think there's like good blood between them if I'm being honest well,
2: yeah I, I know the interview you're talking about I mean he was talking about uh, the World Cup when uh, I think it was in which one was it the Russia World Cup so, um, but he he said how they want you know when the when the team wanted to boycott over image rights or something like that
0: mm-hmm.
2: and uh, he said that Chicharo was kind of like
0: yeah, he has a you know, he has a very too Yeah, different style of uh, being vocal about it than others to say the yeah. least. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think like 30, 40 years from now, I'm sure we'll get like what actually uh, yeah, happened. Yeah. But <laughs> another thing that was kind of like causing mm-hmm. headlines was uh Raul Jimenez's wife talking about how like I don't know, she tweeted something and it just was not not a good tweet to send out.
2: Oh, oh, like about, damn, being loyal or something like that? It's like,
0: oh, you literally, like, broke your skull for these people and loyalty goes both ways or some shit. I don't know, dude. It's, like, one of those things where it's, like... And then she tried to tra- Google translate it, and it just came out even worse, dude. It's just, like, just stop, bro. <laughs> I
2: didn't know that was his wife.
0: Like, dude... <laughs> I didn't I
2: don't even know. pay attention.
0: Yeah, it's just... They need to have, like, PR lessons or something. Like, hey, just, like, don't – just keep it to yourself, you know. It happened to Aisha Curry in the NBA finals against Cleveland when – I mean, they were obviously rigged. Like, Cleveland was down 3-1, and the NBA wanted to make it a series, right? So she tweeted something, and then she had to delete it. So, yeah. Just keep your girl in check, bro. That's all I'm
2: saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's what you meant I, I didn't, you didn't catch I didn't, I didn't, I didn't catch
1: the reference I thought like I was late to the conversation <laughs> yeah
0: yep 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 man
1: Ima's hand was pulled back man <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, we did talk about the USA Mexico game that the, the same day uh, it happened. Uh, we didn't record that episode, but you know the consensus is like uh, another uh, another another game where Mexico cannot beat the U.S. Obviously, a big issue. Um, but
2: Jaime, I forgot to mention. Yes, no one did. There was a clear penalty at pretty much at the last minute, the last seconds.
1: I don't. even I didn't remember. see a replay for that, Joel. Go ahead,
7: did we'll see it. Didn't see it with the knee. The black kid right? from Atlas. He got he got hit behind the knee, and they didn't call. it. Yeah,
2: they it. didn't oh. call it. Not even bar. Not, not even bar, dude.
7: So that was a USA's anti-black and anti-Mexican.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know that guy was black. See, I'm truly I'm colorblind. <laughs>
1: He's, a, I think he's of like Cuban parents or something like that.
7: Really, his dad was a a, a triathlete in the Olympics. Oh, cool! Damn. He, re- wait, wait he represented to... Cuba. They were oh, talking about
0: got... did he? A... Uh, Cuba did he deflect?
7: <laughs> what was that?
0: Did he like deflect?
7: Um, yeah, I think he, he deflected. He just went to Mexico and he. You found someone to fool around with, I guess, and he came out. <laughs> I think that should,
2: that should be Cuba's uh, He's, project. Uh, like, long-term, like, bring some Cuban just for, like, breeding. some athletic nah, women. We, we don't just...
0: need, we need Cubans for baseball, like Arroz but we need, like, Brazilians. We, we need Brazil. some... uh we... No,
1: we had that
0: man. We had Giovanni, and nah, he was trash. We, it, I, you know, who's working out for us is the Argentina Mexico, uh, combination. Those babies are doing pretty good. You got uh, Santa Jimenez killing it.
5: Oh, but he's too so so Came out, and his, his idol is a buffalo.
0: Oh yes, that's another. Big, Wait, what happened? So, uh, Sante was on a. Instagram live with his dad and his dad was asking him a bunch of questions like, Hey, how do you feel about the the Dutch league and how it compares to the Mexican league? And he says like, Hey, look like on any given day, you match up the America versus Feyenoord, uh, you know, Chivas with Ajax and so-and-so PSV with Cruzas It's like, you're going to, you're going to, you know, it's a flip of a coin. Like either team can win. The difference lies is the level of intensity and consistent level of intensity Week in and week out, and they play obviously more matches. Uh, you know, every three days because of whether it's Europa League or whether they have double headers because you know it's a long season format. So he said that's where the difference lies. Um,
1: I think that's probably a fair assessment. I know Joel for for a long time has said that the Dutch league is the Mexican league's on par with the Dutch league, but yeah, maybe, well, maybe, he, I was maybe going, he's going with the
2: he, intensity. Well, you know what? And I was going off of Ben Hacker. You, you just, I mentioned him earlier. You just brought it full circle because he, you know, he came to Mexico twice with America and Chivas. And that's always, you know, the media likes to compare. And he, he said that. He said that they were just as good, if not better, uh, than the Dutch league.
7: Jimenez was making a lot of sense up until he mentioned the word Chivas.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ricardo's here just for you, Joel.
7: (laughs) Jimenez, both his parents are Argentine. He's not Mexican. Yeah. He
1: He wasn't even born in Mexico, right? No, he was born in Argentina. uh, But he's been here since, you know, been in Mexico since he was like, what, like three or four years old? He knew that he was never yeah, going to have right. a
0: realistic chance of playing for the Argentine national team. So they're like, you know what, you're Mexican.
2: No, no. I, think, I think growing up and from that age and then his dad, like his whole career and and you know what the country means for them. The boludo, le vas starts, a
0: ponerte la verde. Porque ni te atreves <laughs> la de la uh, Albi Celeste porque no, lo vas a hacer.
2: Well, they stay to live there, man. A lot of these guys, not only do they stay there, they they bring in their extended family.
0: In Mexico, you mean?
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You you see it with a lot of these players. I said that familia
0: uh, familia peluche. Yeah, you're right.
2: (laughs) She was funny. She was the maid. Argentine. The maid was Argentine. She
7: had the huge (laughs) (laughs) shanaas.
0: There was like a, wasn't it like an episode where like she had told her parents that she got married and then he had to pretend to be like the husband? I don't know. One of those episodes. I need
2: to see that, dude. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, but that happens a lot. And, you know, it just goes to show hey. like a lot, of, a lot of these dudes do have a, a If
0: you can't beat them, fuck them. Procreate. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But Let's get back to this So he actually said (laughs) Bofo was his hero
5: Yeah (laughs) His idol
1: Get out of here with that man That's funny as hell
5: Hey even Bofo didn't believe it But he said it (laughs) Probably had a gun pointed to his head or something (laughs) Hey but you know who got a lot of heat It was uh, Tito Villa Like a few years ago He said that Santi Jimenez had a talent To be like Cruz Azul's goleador and future striker Mexico, ah
2: oh, yeah, and everyone yes.
5: called him a bullshitter just because he's, because yes. it he's like the Godfather yeah. and stuff like that. Oh, hey, he's, so far he's being proven right.
0: Yeah, I mean, think about it, bro. Like, hijo de Papi, right? He didn't have to go through the same struggles as the some of the players. Oh,
2: sometimes more behind me,
0: and you know,
2: sometimes it, more.
0: He's been the able.
2: Vasco, dude. Yeah, said none of his three kids were able to make it. I know. I'm sorry, go on, go on. Keep, no, keep I'm, you
0: know, I'm just saying, you know, it's double-edged sword, you know. It's, yeah. it's tough to come up yeah. through the ranks when you're, you know, equal to Papi and everyone's talking shit about you.
2: Yeah. No, you know what? I, I think it does open doors, obviously. You will get opportunities, <laughs> and it does open doors. So there is that. But you still have to prove yourself. You still have to win a spot. Well, hey, in the top hey, team hey, of your shit just because you're related to so-and-so because... Related like that, there's hundreds of kids.
1: <laughs> well, one <laughs> again, if and if your dad had a good career, you got to live up to that too, right? Oh there's yeah, that. yeah.
2: Who was yeah, because it? the Pelayes kid. Yeah, yeah. Hugo Sanchez, his kid and his nephew, Pelayes kid. He's a he's like a scout. He works with him. He he didn't really, you know, he didn't really make a career playing. There's a lot of players. Uh, not players, a lot of kids like that. They were. You know, Benjamin Galindo's and...
1: kid, you know, who uh, Benjamin Galindo's kid? There's another one. Oh,
2: that's right. That's right. And she was didn't hold on to him. No, uh, no, he got lucky no, that, was he was that. To have
5: lived up to the hype. as those Maldinis, the Maldinis
2: really? Oh man, yeah, yeah like grandpa's
5: son, tree. grandson, they're all ballers. Oh, yeah, wow, Paolo that's good to hear.
2: Yeah, hey, I like watching that guy play. And, and you know what fucking sucks? Cause they would have taken 206 and he's like, nah, man, I'm retired. And I was like, dude, mm-hmm. you picked the wrong, the wrong year to like turn that down because he would have <laughs> had that that World Cup right there medal, dude, hanging next to all I saw their medals. But yeah, yeah. what a great player that guy was.
0: Absolutely. Yeah uh what else is on the docket while we're talking about italy let's talk about napoli and you know i got to spend some time in in europe i went backpacking had a little bit of a sabbatical and my favorite part of the trip was italy i spent a month out there uh, between rome florence uh, milan genoa but honestly out of the entire trip the part that i felt was the most time was the South spent a lot of time in, in Napoli got to see a, a couple games out there and just the passion they have for the club and for the region and you know they told me like hey look we hate the North like we absolutely hate the North or that's where all the rich people live like you know we're the working class the lower class and this is our club this is our you know they love they love the club more than they love like their country man it's it's insane dude for the
2: national team
0: yeah like maradona like was getting cheered on and he was when argentina was playing italy like they were rooting for maradona dude like they didn't care (laughs) (laughs) yeah so it's like they have a legitimate like passion and you know for them to clinch a league man it's it's incredible like it's been a long time since they've done that and um uh, since Maradona probably was at the club, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's it's a big moment for for the people of Napoli. And, uh, you know, for Chucky Lusano to be part of that, I think that's incredible. Another country that we've uh, conquested, right? I don't
1: think we've ever had a champion in yeah. Italy. No. No,
2: nope. Spain. No, we
1: haven't had very many players Germany over Germany like
2: and Holland. Yeah, and England. England. Oh, yeah, in England. I think Spain. Um, um, what's his name? Uh, Rafa Marquez, like two years, but he was playing at a, you know, one you know, of those relegation bound teams. Yeah. And that said, some of these other players that have gone were there for like a season or half a season and then just left. Who was, there was one of them that surprised me, I ended up going I don't know if it was Piti Altamirano. Um, one of he, those dudes.
1: He went to Italy? Huh?
2: Went yeah, to it Italy. Was a, yeah, dude. And I think he had like an Italian passport. It was like a double what the F, you know? You just didn't expect it from this dude. I, I hope I'm not
1: getting it wrong. Miaste. I'll look it up right no. now. No, I don't see it. That was nah. Layun who went to, uh... Yeah, huh?
0: I know Layun. Like,
1: no, that was Layun. was before Layun. Like, there. there was...
0: No, it wasn't Bitti though.
1: No.
2: It doesn't say that?
0: Nah. Was it, was it team it, Milan?
2: He, no, he it was there was a player from America, I think, that went to Milan. A striker, but man, he got, <clears> he landed there when then Milan was like the monster Milan with all the Dutch guys. Oh. Uh, he was I think he went to Atalanta. That's, I mean
1: that's
2: Ayun. Yeah. That was Ayun. <laughs> oh when he was in Veracruz. Yeah. He was in Veracruz,
1: right? In
2: Veracruz, yeah. that's
1: who he was with. Yeah. Not not Atlas. Uh
2: thinking someone else.
0: We have uh Tom, I think I mentioned I think he mentioned before he's Italian, so I would like to hear his take.
7: Yes. The Paisan.
0: On, on giorno. He's on uh mute. Tom you're on mute.
2: No, it, it will would be not there right now.
0: Nice. Uh you kinda sound distant. Oh um, yeah, you sound like you're very far away from the mic. All good in the hood. I'm glad Ricardo's on. We can talk shit about America. How do you guys. How <laughs>
8: hey, do you guys. F- can you guys hear me?
0: Oh, there you go. Let's yeah. go. Yes. Perfect.
8: I uh, love to hear the, uh, the Cheese Man Liga Mex. It's like a novella, right? It never. Uh, it is, too. It's a. Um,
2: it's sometimes fun. better than the game itself yeah
8: <laughs> it's, Dude, no, no, the guy that you're talking about uh no shit you're gonna get fired if you're booking your your what is it your boss's wife plane ticket <laughs> yeah you're, you're putting her on a spear airline ticket and then now you're <laughs> now you're wondering what happened to your job right but <laughs> but i think uh hymen was mentioned that's cool that you got a chance to um to uh, go to Italy and experience it, because uh, in many ways, uh, I think that the Italian league, uh, different styles of play from Liga MX, but in many ways, the culturally, it's there's some resemblances to Liga MX. Uh, I think you're mentioning like the southern part of uh, Italy often is like viewed uh, like blue collar, poor, mm-hmm. right, and then uh, you look at Liga MX, uh, kind of. You know, you get the same thing. The further south you go, the people kind of had the same mentality. Yeah. For um,
0: darker skin and all that. And that's, Darker
8: skin, yeah. you know, maybe you got some, arguably against Italians, you know, you can say that like some, there's some African heritage there from uh, people that come over. It depends what you ask. But uh, yeah, for Chucky Lozano Lus- to be part of the uh, Napoli team, I think it's a big deal. I think it's a big deal, not only for. Napoli, uh, 2-1, right? I think Maradona was the last time or one of the last times that they were on top like that. Uh, And for Chucky, I think it's good to be exposed to, to be around players like that. And if you talk about, like, Mexico, I think that oftentimes you look at the, you know, we make a big deal about losing to the U.S. because arguably it is a big deal. But... If it, it's a numbers game, right? If you just have more players playing in these leagues, exposed to different play styles, different other high caliber players, um, your chances are better. So, all in all, I think it's a it's a good thing. Um, also, the 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 uh, like the uh, we talk about the the puto chant in Mexico, right? Yeah, there's a there's a lot of creative chants in Italy. <laughs> I'll,
3: just say, I'll just say that. <laughs>
8: and uh it's it's interesting that you know we make a big deal about it but i think it's a good it's a good thing i'm i'm glad you got to experience it my yeah. dad was a a roma fan oh okay uh, so that's kind of like middle middle of the road you know if i had to liken it to liga mexi maybe like uh i don't know like uh Monter- one of the monterrey teams maybe kind of like um correct me if I'm wrong Monterrey's kind of middle of the road team right historically I don't know what they're what they're historically
2: uh, yes currently yeah. no
8: yeah so kind of like that but um, all in all you know I think it's good good to see Choky uh be uh be part of that I think it'll help for the for the for the better hopefully
0: yeah, we'll see you. You know where the novella takes Chuki after this title, because I know that you know these. He has been criticized in the past, and he was Napoli's most expensive player. So I could see them trying to kind of offload him in the in the summertime, and he does have a very good agent. So we'll see what happens.
8: That's why uh, one more thing uh, with Coca um, Diego Coca. Correct me if I'm wrong. His style was um, with Atlas. He's more park the bus kind of junior, right? Park the bus uh, light. Yeah, I don't know if he's been able to, I haven't watched the games uh, w- during his tenure with Mexico so far. So you guys can educate me. Has he been able to implement any of those tactics or no?
1: I honestly no. think for Coca, it's a little too early to tell. I didn't think, yeah. uh, you know, with with, uh, with the local-based players that he, that he used, uh I thought the second half against the U S wasn't bad aside from giving up that, that counter goal. But, uh, I think it's a little too early to tell whether, whether, you know, yeah, it's only been what four games, but he hasn't have like,
2: he hasn't had the team long enough to, no, to really implement something.
1: And, and it's funny because he's only had the team for that long and they're already firing them, you know,
8: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the thing. The interesting thing, if, if, the only reason I bring it up is, uh, I don't know if this Coca guy is influenced by like the Italian sound, but like the, the, right? like the, the, the like the tactical chain, boring, park the bus, uh, wait for your opportunity to strike that kind of lulls you to sleep a little bit. If he wanted to do that with Mexico, I don't know if the fans or people like that are used to, uh, watching a certain style of play would be a, would be okay with that. Would be patient enough to, uh, to endure that. And to be honest, to implement a style like that, you have to really commit to that. It takes years of committing to, because one thing is, uh, you know, looking at Mexico from like outside, outside in once in a while is I think one of the inconsistencies or one of the consistencies with Mexico is the inconsistency, if that makes sense. Like there's always a new person and there's always a new style. Like why not hire from within, What's his name? Uh, Almeida. Uh, he's kind of a meme coach, right? He's like a meme coach. But one of the things, whether he meant it or legitimately or not, he would always like do that cheesy thing and say that like the Mexicans' biggest problem is not believing in themselves. So I would like to see a Mexico hire a Mexican, right? Somebody that knows the Mexican players, hire knows the Mexican game. Whatever style they implement, like it would be nice for them to stick to it you know, and not change and sway back and forth because it, that does have an effect.
1: Well, it's one of the, that's a that's one the thing that, that, that's come up in the podcast before they hired Coca was that uh, the Mexican national team needs an identity. And that's something that they haven't had in a long time. Right. Because of all that change and, and you know, let's try the foreign coach, let's try this, let's try the other, and and it just doesn't work out. I personally wanted Nacho Ambrice over at Toluca to take over the team. yeah, you know, he has some some experience out in Europe, whether it was an assistant or second division. He's won everything in Mexico. He was on the national team, and uh, you know you don't have to worry about you don't have to worry about him, uh, you know. Uh, Getting a little a little gun shy against his country, right? Because he's he's coaching his country.
8: Yeah, that would be that would be nice to see. But um, I don't know if Mexico has like a soccer like a, a brand, if you will. If their their thing is that they try to portray this uh, image of like, oh, we hire the 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 like a foreigner because they're like. They're the masters of soccer. or They're mas- their masterminds of this, this, and that. But uh, in actuality, might not be the right move.
1: Well, I think there's a, a bit of an obsession with, with the Argentine coach.
8: Yeah. yeah the, Adam, flavor of the month, man.
1: Yeah. There's
5: a obsession with Argentinos and everything from the chance to how fans should behave to players mm-hmm. to coaches in the league. Coaches in the national team, everything.
7: Coaches that win chocolate cups. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
7: yeah. uh, Where is Almeida now?
5: is
0: <laughs> Mexican by the way. He's in Greece and he brought Orbelin with him.
8: That's crazy. Yeah, he was uh he took the he took Liga MX by storm. Yeah. That guy. Did he?
2: Um, no, we'll no at... he had like one good season where the team won the Olete. It was definitely day, some
8: luck, right?
2: And then, well, they gave him a really good team. The team, uh, you know, they brought in a bunch of players that were league champions with Pachuca and and León. Oh, will hate on of...
5: Almeida, but praises Busa. I will not understand. I'm, I'm <laughs> not
2: hating on him. <laughs> <laughs> if...
5: hey, no, hey, because hey, if, hey, if hey, we look
2: no, not hating. He
5: never I just has think, anything to say Padre Almeida. He won like what I, five, I said, No, I actually wrote. Games?
2: I wrote an article and I put that he was going to win the league, and I even you could find uh, a good old ass tweet. I even said he was going to win the the champions, the the CONCACAF champions. So I'm not hating on him. I know he's a capable coach. I just feel that he's gotten way more credit than uh. You know,
5: uh, he's I he getting six credit. of those. <laughs> hey, if Hugo should get credit for a big so that his assistant coach won, then I may that can take all the credit he wants for those titles.
2: I'm not I'm not taking the credit away. I'm just saying if we see like his stint in Max, you know, uh, it was like 50-50 where he had the season where he wins doblete the but then he ended up finishing in seventeenth, fifteenth. Uh, he missed Liguilla, I think, half of the time. He only qualified. So it's like he wasn't exactly as dominant as he looked for winning the, a lot of those cups that um, Ricardo called uh, chocolate or something like that. Um, but, <laughs> I mean, he, has
5: I, five. he has no room to talk.
2: <laughs> but I'm um, just saying, that was the whole thing. Uh, and and if you see his career, he from when he started up until like Chivas, he he was just mid-table. He would kind of always finish around the mid-table. He never um and I was very dominant with points, which was oh, I was surprised to see increase. In I want to see how he's doing since you know, I think he benefited in Mexico, this like Liguilla playoff system and stuff like that. <clears throat>
7: He drew his way to a championship.
1: He did. We brought, we brought that up uh, at a, at a podcast a long time ago that he he didn't win. Uh, his team didn't win a game until they 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 beat Tigres. Yeah, they
2: were soft, like draws, right? They was all you, draws. Yeah.
7: How can you not win when you got the ref, the same ref in the last three <laughs> away games? <I> mean, <laughs> not even Argentina could pull something like that off.
8: That is uh, interesting, though. How uh, how are the Argentines have been uh, they've been they've been pretty pretty popular not only in um, Liga MX but even I think in in uh, MLS or yeah here locally you're starting to see them pop up everywhere. So I don't know.
0: It's the Outcome of winning a World Cup, right? It's like uh, you got to get your yourself an Argentine coach. Maybe you'll win something.
7: And that's why I didn't want them to win. All that post-World Cup propaganda. You you saw even Mexico fed into it. Look, they knew that through that game against Argentina. And then they go straight to another Argent- Argentine guy. But Argentinos, man, they're good salespeople. Like Brazilians, you know,
5: they're known for their raw talent. But You can get them cheap. But Argentinos, they sell themselves for high value and haven't proven anything. It's just good uh, cons, man. It's a pyramid scheme. <laughs> what, what, what would you say about the Mexicans, then? I would say the Mexicans have, like, some inferiority complex with those Argentinos or something. That's what I would yeah, say. Yeah, that's,
2: that's, that is true. I would agree
5: with
0: that. We have uh, Ron joining us from the East Coast. Thanks for stopping by, man. What's on your mind?
4: Uh, nothing. Just uh, I'm thinking that uh, I may be able to pull it off.
0: Pull off what exactly?
4: Yeah, I think uh, well, get get uh, you know, win, win the title. I mean, I, I was skeptical at the beginning of the season. Oh, you're dude. talking about Ami. <laughs> What's
2: that? You can jinx him. You're jinxing on me. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. No, no, I just logged in. So what
4: was oh, um, What happened? No, I, just, I was just logging in. Uh, so You guys were talking about Argentina right now?
1: No, Ron, what, whatever, whatever you want, man. Yeah. I, uh, I, but I, too, believe that America can be the this this weekend
5: are going to be Puebla by love and goals, only to to Toluca. <laughs> I, I,
0: if I was Liga <laughs> Mecies right now, I would make, I would do everything in my power to make sure it's a Chivas America final.
2: Hmm.
7: We well, always it. do that for
2: Chivas. They get the most red cards Wait, but, out of
5: anyone in the league. But if it's scripted, then why would you even watch? If you already know it's going to be scripted.
0: No, I'm just saying, like, regardless of the outcome, they want a Chivas America matchup. At one point in in Ligilla. we were very close to it when we were very close to it when you know Chivas fucked up against Puebla, right? Puebla ended up playing against America, but it should have been us. So I I think that they're gonna do it. They're gonna try and figure it's, it out.
8: It's like the yeah, ratings, dude. right? Like in baseball, whenever it's yeah. Yankees Red Sox, that yeah. viewership goes up crazy. Similar um, to
0: how they they made sure Argentina was going to make the World Cup final against France. I mean, that was a bo- true. that was pretty pretty good scripting. Random,
8: uh, random uh, yeah, random thing. I just remembered that. I don't know if you guys talked about it. Did you guys catch that? Uh, there was like a clip on Twitter about like some rowdy fans. I think it might have been. Tijuana, León. There was like a... Bet. Oh, yeah. There was, and the was like some dude getting kicked in the... In the head. The face, whatever. Like, it got it got nasty, but someone brought up with... I don't know if it's a good point or just another point. Like, this shit happens like every weekend in England and other, uh, you know, <laughs> other... Damn. Other, other leagues. And uh, <laughs> it's not popularized, but do you think it's overblown or do you think it's legit? It's worse in Mexico. I know, what was that one? There was two... Two teams that fought literally yeah. fought to the death like, last year, right? Yeah, yeah. So,
2: Atlas, but I think that, that was an ongoing had, beef. Um,
8: yeah, so no, At- and
2: I think it was connected to, to Cartel cartels. Stuff? yeah. Yeah. So what happened
0: yeah. was Atlas had hosted Gueretaro a while back, and they jumped some of Gueretaro fans. So they've been buying their time, waiting for the opportunity to to get them on their turf, and that's what happened. So it was like a what? it was like a revenge type of thing.
2: No, but also Jaime remember there had been earlier reports that people that, that died and then it all yeah, got to, up they from they the from the media even the media had to backtrack and be like oh, I no mean, not, not we JK. saw some of those
0: clips that went and they, i mean they looked like they were like legit dead so i mean they try to cover it up and make it look not as bad um as far as like the incident happening getting kicked in the head and like it, Liga Mexicans has been under a lot of scrutiny. Mexico has been under a lot of scrutiny. Obviously, like, the Puto chant doesn't help. So, like, they're trying to clean up their act. They're trying to show that this is a family-friendly event, right? Because they're they're going into this World Cup as a a joint host, right? So they have to be, like, PG and and friendly. And then also the League's Cup, right, coming up in the summertime. So, like, they're trying to, like, make sure that they uphold a certain image that Mexico isn't as bad as, as you think it is and this is going totally against that <laughs> agenda right I, I, th- I
8: think they should own, like you should just own yeah own who you are as a country you should yes. not you can't because not... bud
0: light won't pay you anymore
8: and Allstate won't pay Apparently. you anymore <laughs> and, and and all these sponsorships won't we'll
2: find others remember I think... the
8: it's like uh, <laughs> you people forget like there's like in Mexico, you got Carlos Slim, you got Coca-Cola, you got Cemento, whatever. There's enough sponsors out there. I think it's just Mexico has fallen into this trap of the, we need the U.S. more than they need us. Or I mean, I get it. Like, you're trying to clean up your image, and but own it. Just be who you are. Like, yeah, you know, yes, we're fuck-ups, but, I mean, this is our product, you know? You know, we yeah. don't, uh you know, it's, it just, but the it is sad to see the players, you know, or fans doing that shit. But I mean, it does happen, I guess, in other leagues, but it's like Mexico's the bastard child of uh, CONCACAF, right? You know, so.
4: I mean. I, I, there's there's I, always I, been fights. That the, there's always been fights. The thing about it is the only difference is that 20 years ago, you didn't have social media. Yeah. But, but the dif- <laughs> point difference was that the, the, the violence that you would see in Mexico was basically usually as a, a, a result of just intoxication, right? It wasn't. It wasn't organized, and that was always the difference between, like, you know, the violence that you would see, like in Argentina or, or Brazil, where you had like you the the you know. Um, Wait, really, okay.
2: really quick. Mexico's not the bastard child uh, of Concacaf. Kunka is the best child of Mexico. Mexico's <laughs> like the absentee dad and that left. and then Kunkakaf ended up with like like you know hold of the state or whatever. And now now that, that depends on the sponsor. And
5: Mexico does have sponsors, but you gotta remember everyone bends over to the US. The US president came out today and said that they're looking at oh, the possibility yeah. of playing a Champions League final. In the US.
4: The the thing though is, I I don't know, I don't think that it's so much bending towards the, like bending the knee towards the US and trying to basically, you know, versify yourself into, you know, like stop the Putin can and stuff like that. I think that just is just a social media. That's just across the board, you know, in the US and Europe. You know, you're starting to see that even in in, in 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 other markets, you know, like in Asia and stuff like that, where where that whole not to get political and stuff like that, but that whole woke, you know, you know, socials, you know, stuff is 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 is, is, is taking force, you know, taking place, and, and and unfortunately, I think Mexico is just reacting, to it. you know, just the Mexican general, but the league uh, more precise. So what you're I mean, saying I mean, is, I mean, I was, I mean, personally, I thought I was, I mean, I was hoping that the thing would just, you know, blow over. It's like, oh, you
1: know. Ron, do you do you think, uh, do you think Mexico scrutinized more for the violence because in Latin America, because no llegamos en barcos. <laughs> maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe, 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 What I'm right. hearing,
2: what I'm hearing from Ron is that it's only a matter of time until La reymer takes over the national team.
4: <laughs> I just like I said, it's just it's just, you know, like for you know, I think people if, if people were really being honest with themselves and in their heart of hearts, like for example, you know, it's not that I'm defending the Puto and stuff like that, but everybody knows that that it's not it's not it's not being done with the with the effect of being, you know, a bigot or anything like that. It's just a joder a you You know, because one weekend. You're basically screaming that to Memo Ochoa or you know, you were screaming that to Osvaldo Sanchez. And then the following week, you know, you were, you know, when he was with the national team, you know, you were basically in love with the guy, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I, I just I just think that a lot of this is just unfortunately, just you know, you know, playing playing the you know, playing, you know, being political. political. Well,
0: you know, you gotta clean up your act. I think that's the way they see it. It's like this is a yeah. professional league. You shouldn't have to worry about getting jumped on a Friday night as a visiting fan. You know, you're just trying to watch the game, right? So these are things that like obviously plague the entire it's hooliganism, right? It happens in everywhere in all parts of the world. But in Mexico, it's like they're just trying to clean up their act. That's that's how I see it.
4: But is but 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 the thing about it is that are you gonna clean up your act? You know, it's it's one. If you want to if you want to decrease basically the, or, or lower the, the the violence in Mexican stadiums, there's a simple solution, and you kind of saw it in Qatar. And what and what and what was that solution? ID? Mm-hmm. no no no. Or price out the game? No, no. At, at the heart that of it happened was, in England. At the heart that, of it, 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 it no serving at, beer at, man. At, no, no alcohol. Exactly, exactly. Uh. You know. Control your ego or control your alcohol. It's much easier to control alcohol than control an ego. But I don't think the sponsors are going to let that fly in Mexico. No, but the fan ID also plays into a role.
5: He's like, you can look up like Hooligans England and some guys in the Chelsea Newcastle thing got fight outside a pub and they all got banned from stadiums for the next three years because they're all registered under fan ID. over 11,000 hooligans got their passports confiscated so they couldn't go to Qatar because they were registered with Fan ID so I mean Fan ID does go a long way as
4: well Yeah,
1: Yeah. I just personally
4: I'm just against
8: the whole Fan ID thing just on principle alone you know What is a fan ID? Do they take like you? They scan you like you're you're basically blacklisted.
4: Uh, I just like the whole. I'm 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 a privacy advocate, so I I you know. So like basically to
0: get into the stadium, they scan like your ID or your face. So if you do some shit, they're gonna you're they're gonna know who did it basically with like
4: cameras. They're gonna know where you live. And they're gonna get your and they're gonna get your your
8: information. You know, big brother. So, like I said, big, uh, yeah. uh,
7: uh, uh, big hermano. <laughs> so, what you guys are basically saying is that white people, uh, white people, good, brown people, bad. <laughs> 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 <That> is,
8: <laughs> essentially, yeah. You don't this need looks like that meme. I'll
5: say that.
1: Yeah. We cut it a nicer way by arriving in Barco, you know? <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, I do want to acknowledge uh, Acevedo man what is up with this kid I feel bad for him you know poised to be the next starting goalkeeper of the national team and then this guy is eating goals like I don't know man it's pretty bad it's pretty embarrassing is this guy you know chump change or do you guys see him taking over Ochoa's spot anytime I think, soon I think he could just I could be having a bad
5: season I think he's the flavor of the month I think he's been like He's, he's having a bad him. season. I don't have beef with Acevedo. I think my beef is the fact that in Liga MX, there's only two goalkeepers under thirty, and they're Malagón and Acevedo. That's the real problem.
0: That is a problem. Good.
5: Because if there was more choices, then maybe you wouldn't even be looking at Acevedo as a starter. He'd just be a bum because you would have more choices. But the fact that we're going to go into a 2026 World Cup. Where Mexico's a host, and let's say Ochoa doesn't play, your starting goalkeeper is going to be, you know, almost thirty with no like actual international experience or World Cup
4: experience. That's true, but that's the default of the league and the federation because, you know, one of the things that you know at least like in the in the late ninety or ni- late nineties, early two thousands, and stuff like that. Mexico didn't have a, you know, a goalkeeping problem. I mean, they had, you know, really good goalkeepers. Carlos Rios, you know.
3: Oh, you know, Kero, my
4: favorite. Yeah, Corona. You know, all those, you know, you had a really, uh, 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 the guy from Atlas also had a couple of good views, you know, Cuerza Nimbabuto and stuff like that. So, but I mean, part of that is because, I mean, I hate, to, I hate to bring this up and I always bring it up, but it's because it's, for me, it's so obvious those guys were able to play in Libertadores, and they hit. Ah, here we fucking go again. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, yeah, it's
0: so. a love letter. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> you there's honestly, Mexican you goalkeepers
4: right now. What's that? We're talking
5: about under thirty. I mean, you got Talavera, you got Corona, you got Cota. I mean, there's Mexican goalkeepers. There's just not any under thirty.
4: I know. I get it. I get it. But the thing about it is, you know, back, you know, a couple of years back, you know, decade ago you know, we would, you know, you were able to see players, you know, play in the league and also international and you would see who would step up, you know, so I, right now, I, you know, it's it's just, I don't, I don't see, I really don't see past, uh, um, what's his name? You know, I, I think, I, I think what's his name, uh, I mean, I think he's good, but I go back. He hasn't really been tested.
1: And how he's, do you test he's, he's William Yarbrough with long dark hair, man. Damn. <laughs> yeah,
5: I think Acevedo play. He like throws himself for the picture on every dive. Anything he could simply stop, he just throws himself for the picture. Yeah. I just think, it's the hair flowing <laughs> the in midair.
7: Cool that's a that's a nine million dollar player, though. Yeah. Hey,
0: when he comes to Chivas, because we're gonna simp out and get him, you'll hear the narrative change.
1: <laughs> that, you know, it's one of these things. So run, runs right with the goalkeeping situation. What what what? Uh, what's going to be a big disappointment is if they go and and, and naturalize a keeper to, to to play that spot, man. That's going to be really disappointing, especially with the. The Type of history that, that Mexico has with goalkeepers
5: naturalized Volpi. he can stop goals and, and he score. goals and he scores more goals, he scores more goals than Linus. You get two out of one. Uh, I, I felt that one coming already.
7: My <laughs>
0: <laughs> we all saw the memes. <laughs> I think Linus Piojo Alvarado, and there's one more player have the same amount of goals as oh, este. <laughs> El de, el de Tigres. Como se llama? They have two goals combined, all, all three players. And Volpi has two goals this season. Damn, bro. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm playing okay so with? Okay? Damn, I'm playing,
5: you take the seed out of the Volcado, man. Shit.
4: Shit, I was playing <laughs> so right there.
0: Yeah. That's all I had on the docket tonight. I don't know if you guys have any anything you, ha- you guys had uh, you wanted to address on this podcast.
5: I just oh, want to do say, you want- uh, when you guys were talking about Truki Lozano, I realized that Chucky Lozano is a petrofrio after the Napoli exit in Champions League. Oh, Because after the game, they asked him, you know, how he felt. And he said, uh, you know, it's, it's soccer's it's part of the game. You win some, you lose some. Just gotta go out and try to win the next game. And I was like, "What the hell, man!" Like, for not police fans, have they heard that. I feel like they'd be like pissed.
8: That's and what they. The other, yeah, that's why they want him out. Then that, the other that exact
5: guy, uh, kind of uh, whatever his name is, man, he went online and said, "Watching those tears in your eyes broke my heart. I promise I'll come back and try to bring joy to you once again." I'm like, "That's a real guy who feels his shirt, who wants to win for the fans." And then I was like, you know, Chuki, man, you're a petrofrio. No wonder you're not doing anything in Mexico. <laughs> like You're just here for the check.
0: Oh, and my God. that's why when
5: you came to Mexico after the game, he's like, the fans should cheer for us and support us. The fans don't got to cheer for you for shit, man. You got to earn that.
0: I'm not about to go and slander Chucky Lozano, bro. <laughs>
2: not right now. You don't nah, want to chase it. Nah, I'm not, so close. Close. I'm not on the hate. I'm not
5: on the hate. I love the representation, but you can tell why he's not that next level. Because he's a little petrol free, bro. Ah, he's man. a little messy. He's, our, he's probably our best
0: player. Who's our best player he right now? He could be a
5: lot better. He could be a lot better. There's
0: always room for improvement. <clears throat> oh, I want to
2: see, um, Jaime, if you could play the Vasco. The clip of Oscar Aguirre talking about players.
0: Ah, uh, let me see here. I have this one.
9: Boas noites. No. Habe alguna dama antes de un caballero que quiera preguntar. Porque así es para mí. Primero las damas. En su casa usted pone sus reglas. En mi casa pongo yo. Y nosotros aquí estamos acostumbrados así. No le voy a discutir con usted. Es las damas primero y se acabó. Punto. Y así tengo seis años aquí. Y usted no me va a decir qué carajo tengo que hacer.
5: Huh? How are you gonna talk back to Duca? That guy's an idiot. So shut up.
0: <laughs> Dude, Duca is a beast for that. I'm trying to find the clip, uh let me see.
1: Oh and do you have kind of uh, the uh, gist of what of what uh, last guy said about the
2: players yeah yeah he's talking and about his sons right he's talking oh, about this but he's talking about how they they live in a bubble because they don't realize how much money they're making or how they're spending it and and they don't like plan ahead i feel that's something that happens a lot in Max. yeah
9: because i have three kids three of these men and they tried to play football and they Y entonces fueron a la universidad y tal, y sé lo que les cuesta, los que le cuesta ganarse mil pesos. Y aquí de repente un jugador eh, gana por un partido por, o unas botas adidas dos mil euros al mes y les parece poco. Entonces yo digo, hijo mío, pero son los privilegiados, privilegiados, porque afuera la realidad la, no es esta, eh, esta es una burbuja, una burbuja, y no puedes traer un reloj de ocho mil euros o dieciocho mil euros que los hay en mi equipo, como en todo el equipo, y en tu pueblo, en tu ciudad, en tu país, vives de, de alquiler, tu madre vive de alquiler, o, o, o se transporta en taxi, o en Uber, o en lo que sea, eso no está bien, entiendo que son jóvenes, entiendo que la moda, y yo qué sé, pero sí, mi consejo siempre es eso, como tengo hijos, que los aconsejo, Les digo que vayan a, acumulando para un futuro, pues lo mismo con estos, que es dinero fácil, entre comillas, Que ingresa en grandes cantidades.
0: Vasco, dropping some knowledge, man.
2: Yeah, I think that's something that happens in um, in the league. Very often we see it a lot. There's a lot of these players that just, you know, they're like promising, and all of a sudden they sort of fall off, and that's that's part of it, you know, because they make so much money very quick, and then they just they're living like a different lifestyle. And uh, the they sort of think they have not made.
4: They lose that hunger. <laughs> but hey, yeah, hey, they lose. Hey, hey, well, yes. it's, fun, it's funny the reaction the reaction from that video and how the press and how the press, you know, reacting at least the press in Mexico reacting to, to to Javier Aguirre saying that. But just, just a couple of years back, Yoko said the same thing. Like he was saying, like he was telling the you know the younger guys, don't buy a car just yet. Don't buy it, yet. you know. Invest it, save it. Blah 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 blah. And a lot of the press crucified him for you know, that he was being nosy. That blah 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 blah. You know, You, you know, he's he's nobody to tell him how what to do. You know that? I don't actually, to be honest.
2: Yeah, but Piojo, I he's always caught, yeah, a lot of flack for his opinion but, yeah. but i do think that that happens and you see it with a lot of these players after they retire how they're like you know um, they're not doing that good well, it, they, they overspent dude I've, they have a lifestyle that's easily too difficult
1: to maintain
4: no, i've always said that one of the reasons you know one of the things that it's incumbent upon the, the league owners and the federation is to have you know, the, the Mexican player more professional and not, and not just in terms of athleticism and, and, and that, but I, I'm also outside, outside the, uh, the, the, lines exactly. Because one, like, for example, I mean, one of the things that the NFL and the NBA, they do is they try, they try to basically guide their, 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 their rookies and their younger players by, you know, you know, uh, trying to set them up with, with financial advisors and and and, and 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 stuff like that, you know, and really, and you, and you hear you hear the rates of of these you know athletes, you know, after after their their careers over, they go most of them go bankrupt. So, yeah. and that's that's with having at least somewhat access to financial aid that that the league tries to offer the league and the clubs try to offer to their to their younger players, you know, because. You know, that they, they, they want their players to be more professional. Now if if if, if the you know the stats are right in you know, saying that you know the vast majority of them over 20% of them, you know, at least in the US sports are bankrupt, you know, go bankrupt. Just imagine what the ones in Mexico go through. The ones because you know you know they're not setting them up with financial planners and stuff like that. Yeah. And most of and, and most of these players, you know, don't have a college education.
2: You know that financial planning thing? I think Pulido talked about that. Uh huh. They when he arrived, how they were hooking him up.
0: Well, how they were just more organized. Like they had all his agenda on an iPad and just a lot more structure.
5: Yeah. You don't need a financial advisor as long as you have Guly Pena's agent.
0: <laughs>
3: Straight up,
5: dude. <laughs>
4: Oh man, did you uh, did you guys talk about uh, the, the the thing with Chicharito about what? Um... Yeah, do you, you want to give your opinion on it? No, uh, so who 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 is he who is he defending? What do you think? I don't know. That's what I'm asking. Guardado.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have a speculation. It's like Layún or Guardado. I don't know somebody that's married, obviously.
4: Okay, now didn't didn't like you also get like blackballed or something like that or yeah something
1: yeah it was something along those lines because I I think like prior prior to the World Cup I think uh, uh,
4: some of the uh, some of the commentators I think like for example uh, I think the guy from Fox Sports what's his name El uh, Brailovsky and also um, the guy, uh, America's uh, former uh, goalkeeper, Celada, the Argentine. I remember they said something. They basically were were trashing uh, Chitarito and basically saying um, that he knows what he did. You know, he he knows that he's the one that screwed up, and and he didn't have really the balls to 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 set the record straight, but. They didn't really go, and, and the guy's basically saying, and this is to me, and I remember I made a comment then, like, I thought it was very in, in poor taste for they for them to basically side with Tata Martino, but not give out the details of the situation, because at that point, it's, dude, you're working for, you're supposed to be now in in, 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 uh, in the news, you know? You're not there to, yeah. to protect, you what's know, then... So it's like if you have that information well that should be readily available because hey you work in in, in the news now. Right. But uh, but like I said I mean I don't I don't know man. it's just uh, That's what I was trying to figure out with Chicharito. like what so what do you guys think it's it's either Layuna or or, or or guardado?
0: I think so.
5: I think it was guardado cuz they ESPN had an interview with them. And they asked him if they had beef and he's like, No, I have no problem with them. But the fact they were asking him and not other players makes you think that there's something there that they know.
9: Mm-hmm. How
5: come they didn't ask Jimenez or like Herrera or other players that had beef with Chicharito? Charito? They went straight to Guardado. Uh-huh. Yeah.
4: yeah. Man, those uh those factions within the national team, dude, they're uh it seems that like they've done worse and worse in these, you know, these past couple of years. You know, but part of part of that, I think,
5: part of that, I think, is uh, the. Folks, Libertadores.
4: No, no. Part of that, I
7: think, is
4: the. <laughs> That's too. Because, you know, you know, if. if if you're gonna be the and this and this this goes back to like this goes back to like having a a, a sporting director and stuff like that that's basically communicating between the players the the uh, the executives and the and, and the coaching so like if if I'm a player if I'm one of the if I'm one of the uh, the captains and the group is saying hey. Uh, you know, we're gonna, you know, we obviously we wanna have a day off uh you know on this day and stuff like that because you know, you know, we're gonna train for X amount of days and blah 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 blah, but we still wanna have some good time because obviously, you know, we don't see you know, we don't see each other any you know, as long you know players they they like to see each and like to, you know, party and stuff like that, you know. So I think I think that's where the league I think that's where the federation and the national team, I think they need to be you know, be more accepting of that, you know? And, and I think they need to protect those players more from, you know, from them. Because, you know, throwing them under the bus and stuff like that because they want to, you know, have a good time and they want to be with loose women. Come on, dude. You know? <laughs>
0: they would be in that same situation themselves if they could.
2: You know, I feel that they have, that they do allow them to do that. But the players I, I think they got you know, they, they got like careless and and just almost like if they didn't no, I, I I get that. They didn't because well, no, no. look they got yeah. caught like uh, uh, through social media they've been caught. You know, yeah. just just those that got posted through social media.
8: Was exactly. there, uh, like, allegations of, like, foul play or, like, rape or something like that? Or was it nah. just a no. bad look?
2: No, no, no. It was just, some yeah. girls that were in their Instagram posting, like, hey, look, we're we're at the national team.
8: Like, uh, so it sounds to me like Mexico's problem is that they need to be better at just hiding the shit that every t- every club does. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Take, take everyone's phones. Let the let the side chick come on, you know. <laughs> put they, them on a need, separate flight, you know. Coordinate they, it accordingly. They, book them in a separate hotel and send them back home. You know? they, yeah. they,
4: they need to have like you know like those you know CIA gadgets where like it, it basically you know it, it like it messes up like you know cell phone reception and you can't take videos. And stuff. <laughs> I mean, that's what's gonna. I mean, but. But, but but the point is that I'm trying to make. They need from. They need a Winston Wolf.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: So yeah. She's Ch-
2: she's gonna leak through Tevenotas send the wolf <laughs> send Winston Wolf.
5: Hey, but you know that's also <laughs> a problem with having a foreign coach because you know you're a foreign coach and all these Mexican guys tell you hey, we don't want this guy here because of this beef. I'm going to say, you know what? I'm collect the check. Try to make it out the group stage. If you want to leave your top-scoring guy out of the team for whatever reason, that's on you guys. I'm just trying to have a good locker room, have a stress-free job. Uh-huh. And with the Mexican coaches like, hey, hey, cabrones, we're here to represent our country, get your shit together, you know, clean up your act.
8: That's true.
2: Yeah, it is. but, but see, I, I, I'm just gonna go again with the whole carelessness of, of these players because the, quite a few big caught and like through social media trying to like hook up, um, you know, and, and with the girls documenting like hanging out with, with the national team players, yeah. So I, it's like, dude, woo, you know what I mean? Can, can have an agency, then?
8: please, t- can, please tell me too. at least this time it wasn't a transsexual.
4: I, hey, I I don't know about you, Joel, but back back then, <laughs> like in the uh in the Interliga and and Pre-Libertadores days, when the Mexican teams would go down would go to uh to, like to Houston, and and, and like I saw I, I saw games in Houston, I saw games in Dallas. You you know that there were that you know there were those uh, you know women of the night, you know. At the, <laughs> 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 but, Everybody cut the them, you know? Chicas
2: de la vida alegre.
3: No, you know that
2: the, you know, guys were talking about transsexual. Um, that's how I knew the, the homophobic chain wasn't homophobic. Because uh-huh. Salcido got caught, dude.
8: Maybe, maybe that, like should three the, times. that should be the new slogan. Three times.
2: Yeah, three, three, three times dude. in Brazil. In that's Brazil, three too many. Then,
5: hey, it's a hey, lifestyle,
2: baby. It is, <laughs> and dude, you would have think every time he touched the ball, the stadium would just you know, no, no, nobody cared, dude. No, nobody cared. He likes chorizo. That was that. Nobody cares. <laughs> they
5: asked him for the location. <laughs>
2: <But> yeah. <laughs> yeah, three times dude, he got caught in Brazil. He got caught, and then Tyson Max. He dude, even Damn. his his pick got leaked.
8: Is what? His dick pic, dude. Oh, Sometimes Jonah Dos Santos too, no? there wasn't he in that that same circle. The, the
2: I've heard, the, I've heard rumors yeah. that yeah, he also likes to bash. Nah, nah, no, no, Jonah Dos Santos. No, not
5: at all. <laughs> I remember well, Jonah Dos like, Santos uploaded on his Instagram story that's like just a cover, bro. with some girl, and then the real. I played. have the screenshot of that.
2: Um, she, it was oh, a little... I,
4: yeah, yeah, that with, with Jonah, and I yeah. remember a lot of the feminine Nazis got would, would fucking get got pissed off because everybody thought that he, he banged the Kardashian. And, yeah, uh, that's right. And like, and you had a lot of like, you know, re- male reporters like, hell yeah, and stuff like that. And then you had the, the, the <laughs> you had like, like the Ramos and stuff like that. That it's disgusting. You know, men are basically applauding you know, plotting him for for you know, a, you know, conquering a woman and shit like that. You know. Uh-huh. I, thought, I thought that was hilarious oh
1: man
0: well he was engaged to this youtube streamer girl and then you know they ended up not getting married and then she kind of talked about how like he was a little sus a little bit a <laughs> little bit too friendly <laughs> with like, uh tiago
2: what what why does your breath smells like scrotum <laughs>
0: <laughs> wait too friendly with who tiago <laughs> who's tiago who Thiago, his butt buddy at Barca, and then he went to Liverpool. Does it ring a bell?
5: No. Only Thiago I can think of is Alcantara. Yeah. Bro, for real, Thiago Alcantara?
2: Yeah. Yeah, dude, you never saw their social feed? Like, they were like... Going down the rabbit hole, you might not want to... Yeah.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going into the incognito mode. You might, uh...
0: <laughs> you might come out a different person after that dude <laughs> like i don't know what this is about you know <laughs> there's,
2: just, there's no cantina after hours i
5: knew that known for his technique but not that technique. <laughs> yeah,
0: ladies and gentlemen we've reached the uh after hours segment of uh cantina mx
1: <sighs> but uh sponsor to follow up, Caitlyn Jenner, right? <laughs> this is a sponsor.
0: <laughs> right now, we're taking sponsors. We still have me uh, shit!
4: I didn't realize uh, I it, huh?
8: You guys need a Bud Light as a sponsor, man.
4: Oh, okay. Bud
0: Light. <laughs> this is not a soccer-related question, but what is your favorite beer right now? Beer of choice.
2: Oh man, I haven't. I like Francis Kanner, but I haven't had it in a while.
0: I had a Delirium yesterday, bro. I took a photo
2: of it. Oh, those are good, man. Yeah, they're really
1: good. I'd have to say I haven't had in a while, but Figueroa IPA uh-huh. from down in the Central Coast, man.
3: You're, you're, a, you're like an IPA
1: kind of guy, huh? It depends, man. I uh, get the you know, I'll drink, I'll drink any, any of that shit, dude. Bud Light? Nah, man. <laughs> Dude, you, though The funny thing is, but if you think back uh, to back in the day when you were a kid, man, you'd drink anything, right? Bud Light, Coors Light, Michelob, baby, Natty right? Light.
0: Naughty Ice, bro. That yeah. was the one. <laughs> but,
1: PBR. You know, try, now, now, try drinking that now uh, without having a, a big buzz on, man. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, doesn't work out, but... Yeah, a good old IPA.
0: That works for me. The first time we went to the Estadio Chivas, we rode in on a truck and um, we stopped at the OXO before we got to the stadium just like pregame. And we were just (laughs) drinking beer or whatever and we we got to get like VIP parking because we had a suite or whatever. So the, the VIP parking is under the stadium. And we get out of the truck and they're like, hey! You throw, those beer, throw those beers away. You're not allowed to drink anything that's not Tecate here. <laughs> so, like, they made us toss our beers, bro. We had, like, gawamas and shit, and they're like, no, if it's not Tecate, like, you can't drink it here. It was crazy, dude. Oh, that was
2: I thought there was fans telling you, was it security? Huh? Security told you that?
0: Yeah, because, I mean, we had, like, VIP. So, like, you know, we had to go through the suite and the elevator and stuff. And, like, they just didn't let us bring those beers ah. in because they weren't Tecate. Yeah. Okay, I get it. Yeah.
2: I didn't
0: care
3: you didn't buy them
0: <laughs> Yeah. And then we actually ran into, uh, he wasn't playing, but he was there. Uh, Angel Reina, it was back when he was part of the team. He was just an asshole, dude. He didn't want to sh- shake anyone's hand or do autographs. He just kept walking and, like, pretending we- he wasn't, like, acknowledging the fans. So, forever a douchebag. Yeah, but the, 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 that's all we got tonight, folks. Uh, we'll let you guys have your closing thoughts before we wrap up episode 380. Uh, who wants to go first?
1: Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll go first, man. It's it, 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 Down to what I said before, Chivas needs to just close out, so so they don't have to worry about any sort of downfalls, slip-ups, uh, teamletters. Yes, sir. Close the show. And, uh, and then uh, lastly, you know, uh, you guys that are, that are joining in and listening later on, downloading the podcast, tell a friend, tell a family member, tell your suegra, tell whomever, have them join and uh, listening to you know, Cantina MX podcast.
0: Love that. Reminds you of that uh, scene out of uh, Friday Night Lights. It's like,
6: go get yourself one of these. One of these rings.
0: You know, that's that's how I feel with Chivas right now. They got to (laughs) go have that that older guy talk to them about winning a a chip. Ricardo, what you got for us?
7: A pleasure again to have to be on here with you guys. And yet again, America Acuchillado. (laughs) by the ref. Oh, yeah. Clear clear penalty handball in the the 70th minute, but no one's going to say anything because it's America. And you know the the anti-America propaganda is in full effect, especially now that they're in second position. But, yeah, the the 14th, I mean, slash 17th is coming home. And I'm just sitting back and enjoying the the Mein Kampf-esque media manipulation that's going on right now regarding Chivas I mean the Cagabolitas FSA they everyone seems I mean if you watch the games we're culero I mean they play real nasty they got ref help real fortunate but I'm just sitting I'm just sitting back and I'm gonna enjoy the downfall
0: why did Achulia go visit you guys what's up with that He checked in and clear
7: what happened I probably wanted to go see the Azteca, man. Who knows? Hey, oh, Dave. And, uh, and, and Ociel Herrera, he's the next uh, national team winger. I've been on the Esmigayo. I've been on the hype train. You're on the Cubano hype, like a Rosarena. one hype, for sure.
0: Más Cubanos a la Selección Mexicana, dale. <laughs> Ron? Besides uh, Libertadores, what what else you got for us?
4: Um, Stay away from uh, slow horses and fast women. most <laughs> <laughs> to live by? What's to live by? Yeah. Stay away from uh oh.
0: Tom, what you got for us?
8: I just want to spread positive vibes to your Viewership you and your listenership. Thank you. The, t- the takeaway is, uh, uh, obviously, it's a very entertaining show. Like I said, it's novela, and right? novela every week. something something new to talk about. But the message here is that, uh, that the Mexican player and the Mexican Federation needs to shed the inferiority complex. Uh, I'd like to see more Mexican coaches, more Mexican players, Uh, Bring back more bad hombres, right? We got no bad hombres on the Mexican national team. We got a bunch of, uh, like, Petrofrios and uh, NPCs. Like uh, (laughs) the other caller was mentioning there, we got Chucky saying that, that, uh, you know, it's just soccer at the end of the day, this and that. I understand that's what you think, but uh, it's not really, you know, especially... You're getting bounced out by AC Milan, your rival. You know your fans live and die by that shit. It's probably not what they want to hear, especially so. from the
0: north, bro. Yeah,
8: yeah, yeah, and it's interesting because Italy's also going through kind of a crisis right now too. There, there, they got a bunch of NPCs as well. And you look at the the legends like uh, Totti, Pirlo, Del Piero, Buffon. Like a yeah, lot Doso. of those guys were. Yeah, those guys were going <laughs> too. You know. Um, so it happens, I guess. Uh, teams go through cycles, but uh, like I said, the takeaway I would like to see Mexican players and coaches get more of a, a shot instead of these uh, flavor of the month coaches and things like that. So we'll see.
0: You know, it's crazy. Even with Juventus's uh, point deduction, which was fifteen, by the way, they're still in third place. Man, that is. I
8: know it's crazy.
0: But I don't think that they'll be allowed to uh, qualify for European uh, competitions next season. Yeah.
8: Yeah, that that money uh, washing of uh, cooking the books over there is uh, interesting. We'll see what happens.
0: Yeah. Al Pastor, what you got for us, man?
5: Uh, With that, adding to Tom's point. I would like to say, you know, Mexican soccer, early 90s, 2001s, you can compare it, like, to Julio Cesar Chavez, like the boxer. And then the current state, you can compare it to, we have a bunch of Ryan Garcias now. Oh. Yeah, man, it just just went downhill. We got a bunch of cultural soft guys, you know, talking about mental health, how that matters first, and not, you know, not the real goon stuff. You know, putting your pride on the line more than anything. And then uh, adding to that Juventus point, Mexico has its own version. Uh, Querétaro, you know, they're in Repetraje right now. But even if they stay there point-wise, they won't be able to play it because there's a the last in the percentage table. So, yeah, so that's kind of interesting explaining to huh. people outside of the league how they qualify for playoffs, but they don't because of a percentage table. But there's no relegation. So you know, welcome wow. to Big we Equis. And then, lastly, you know, is it's time. It's time for Chivas. You know, Pano speaks southern languages, but he also speaks truth. And the truth is that we're gonna be champs this season. Woo! <laughs>
0: All right, damn, that is a uh, bold statement to to say. Joel, well, what you got for us, man? How are you going to follow up with that? That's a tough one to follow
2: up to. No, I, I cannot nothing, dude. I got nothing. Well, he's right.
4: I think, you know, he's right. The, the league back then was full of Juan de Jose's, and now the league's full of Bryans, Kevin's. Yeah. Yeah.
5: yeah. And Kimberly's.
4: Yeah. Well, you know, the
2: no, you know, really quick, just going back to Vasco, I do feel that's been has been one of the downfalls of just like of Mexican soccer with, with a lot of the players, a lot of the younger players that yeah, um like Colaso said they'll lose the drive because you know very early on they they get to have all, all this money where they, you know, go buy a house, probably put a small business they kind of haven't made or or are living, you know, way better than how they started. I'm not against that, you know, so I'm not saying they don't pay them, but that's kind of where it's been at, where where I've seen it happen with a lot of these players where they're like, they kind of, they don't, you know, they just lost their drive. They don't have to, they don't have to do more. I think Chucky's, not Chucky, um, um, what's his face? Um Tofees is like a good
5: example of that. Yeah, but I think that's everywhere. I saw some headline the other day. It was like Manchester United prospect is gets caught sniffing glue in the training ground <laughs> parking lot. Oh yeah. And you know what stood out to me?
0: Alley. Not the
5: fact that not what yeah the Bentley. He's in the Bentley. I never even heard there of this know. guy in my life. And he's like you know placed with <laughs> the U twenty,
9: and everyone's making a some...
5: deal about him sniffing glue. But what it stood out to me, how's this dude in the Bentley, man? You tell me, these U twenty guys that haven't even played a single minute for the first team—they don't make dollars, mate. They make pounds.
0: They make pounds.
5: These guys are making what, probably like what fifty thousand pounds a month, or what?
0: Manchester got that, got that money, bro. But yeah, my closing thought number one: thanks everybody for hopping on tonight. It's been very fun, lively. Love you guys. And, of course, our listeners who tune in every single week. Uh, we've grown this to a, a humble humble podcast. I'm really excited to see how things close out in Liga Mequis. See if the top four remains. Luca Chivas, America, or Monterrey. Or if somebody fucks up on the weekend, which I'm hoping that happens. And as far as other things in the world of football, I don't know if anyone's watching Wrexham and don't want to spoil season two, but they fucking did it, man. They're back in the football league An incredible journey for Ryan Reynolds and, and Rob. And I'm excited to see how they do in that league. And if maybe one day they end up in the Premier League, it's a very, very long journey, but really, really proud and, 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 uh, happy for those guys, man, especially because, you know, these are Americans. They, they were skeptical. They didn't think that they had good intentions with the club and they've, They've turned it around, and and, uh, they will be coming to San Diego this summer. So hopefully I'll be able to cover them. They're going to have a really cool friendly against Manchester United. So just one of the the happy stories in in the world of football. And uh, if you want to hear a sad story, uh, if you have Netflix, Bad Sport, uh, Episode 3, they talk about the the football gate with Juventus. Definitely worth a watch if you want to hear about how corrupt – say to and juventus are and why they're the scumbags um but that's all i have for you guys tonight thank you guys so much and of course we will catch you guys in the next one